Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to the Court Case Podcast with me, your host, James Court. Today I'm joined by my wonderful girlfriend, Sweet Tea. Hiya. We've got some amazing stuff planned for the show today. We're going to talk about whether gyms and schools should be open or closed this lockdown. We're going to be getting to the bottom of this blimmin' Johnny Depp case. And we're also going to be doing some other stuff like talking about when we encountered Simon Brodkin, Lee Nelson himself. All of that is going to be right after this. Okay, here we go. Now time for the nitty gritty, the actual show. Introduction over. How are you doing, sweet tea? Yeah, I'm not doing too bad. How are you? I'm okay. I'm not enjoying the fact that the lockdown's been announced. I no, hope neither. everyone at home is coping well, is doing all right, isn't buggered up their plans too much. We've Just had to cancel. Try not to put too much pressure on yourself this time round. Mm. Like everyone, the first time they were trying to work out all the time, eat healthy. Just look after yourself this time. It's Get all fat that matters. This time. Yeah. Just comfort eat. Yeah, <laughs> it's nearly Christmas, so comfort eat, yeah. We got, um, we had some plans that we've had to cancel, haven't we? Yeah. Um, which sucks. Doesn't seem to be easy to cancel either. No, you've been having trouble this morning, haven't you? I They've have. not been issuing you a refund. No, it's very annoying, but yeah. what can you do? No, just keep at them. So yeah, we're pre-recording a couple of episodes, so James can still upload them during lockdown. Yes, that's the thing. The lockdown, what's nice about what Boris does is he says we're immediately starting a new lockdown and then he doesn't do it immediately and he gives you a few days to prepare. He does. Which is really nice of him. So he's starting it on Thursday. So I've now got the next few days to get guests in and record around four podcasts. So there's still one a week coming out over lockdown. What are you doing? There was a spider. Where? There's a spider on that box. And I literally, no, lift the lid down. Oh, my God, did it crawl on me then? I don't know. I can't see any spider. Oh, fuck. Maybe it's just a Halloween. No, there was a spider. I'm not going crazy. That scared the life out of me. Okay, well, it's just a spider. So, you know, let's continue with the... Oh, God, there it is. (gasps) James! Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, my God. I told you there was one. It's all right. I've thrown it away. Oh, it is there. Don't worry. It's miles away. Get rid of it. Out of the the room. No, it's It's over there. I've got what... I'll watch it. (laughs) My heart rate. (laughs) What a great you were like, where's the spider? And then I just saw it crawling on your knee. What a great start. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, so we are pre-recording these shows. So we have one releasing every week. 
the lockdown. We're not going to go on a hiatus. My immediate thought, that was my immediate thought when lockdown was announced. I was like, for God's sake, I've just started this podcast. I'm going to have to not do it for a month. Mm. But no, we're going to pre-record. So we're going to have two with you tomorrow for a court case special. We're doing our first trio. Yeah, I'm going to be recording our good friend Sam Pierce is going to be back. He was in last week's podcast. So we're going to be doing one with him, Sweet Tea and myself for some time during the middle of the month, during lockdown. And then I've graciously asked my lovely brother, Billy Bilbo uh, Court, to record the fourth one with us so that would be nice a nice court family podcast but um hopefully the lockdown doesn't get extended so if it gets extended i don't know what to do but we'll cross that bridge when we come to it exactly if we come to it if we come to it yeah Yeah. so um but i want to wish everyone well that's got this lockdown especially anyone that's got elder relatives that are vulnerable hope you keep everyone safe my granddad has just asked us to clear off he doesn't want us to see him during this lockdown that's he was just nice like, of him. i rang him this morning and he was just like oh just just give me a phone call every now and then so <laughs> he's right, quite an independent fine. guy he's all right isn't he, he is yeah no he'll be fine he, he did for one thing though which is very unlike him is he told me to not listen to the news because oh. normally he's all on top of his news and politics but he was like look james at this point stop listening to the news because it's all just bad news all the time or it's advertising for something. It's not going to make you feel any better, is it? Yes, he was like, you know you're going into lockdown, so just stop watching the news and just do stuff that makes you happy. Which is very nice. So I'm doing this podcast where we get news up and talk about it. (laughs) (laughs) That's what we're going to do. So the first thing that I wanted to talk about very briefly, firstly the fact that you are producing this show today, aren't you? Uh, Yeah. Sort of. Sort of. almost all of these stories, bar one, which I'll tell you which one it is when we get to it, you have chosen and you yeah. have picked. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very in the news topics at the moment. Yes, no, um, not as much. I do the weird and wonderful stuff normally, so yeah. you've sort of gone for on-the-nose, in-the-moment stuff. In fact, there was one particular, but this is the one that I picked. Yes. It was literally announced this morning, about half an hour ago from it recording was. this. So mm-hmm. um, that I'm looking forward to talking about that. Also, it's something I care about deeply. We're going to be getting into a little bit of debating in this one as well. Yeah, because I think one of these things, you you have a different opinion than me, don't you? Yes. Right. Yeah. So hopefully we won't be announcing a breakup later on <laughs> by the end of the show. No, so, we won't be. So, yeah, the first topic we're going to touch on briefly is amazing actor, Scottish actor, Sean Connery has died. I know. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. I love Sean Connery. You barely knew who he was. I barely knew who he was, but I I know he was um, the best James Bond there was. He was the original James Bond. Yeah, the OG. Uh, Yeah, very much thought of as, I believe he was the original James Bond anyway, and very much thought of as um, the best James Bond. He died at 90 years old. That's a good age to live to. It is. That's a a solid life. Mm. So like, it's not like they died too early, so that's fine. And well, not fine, but still, you know, it's better. His but, um, his wife said that he suffered from dementia, and I find dementia is one of the saddest things to to die. Not sorry, not die of. Um, suffered from him. Yeah. And it's one of the saddest things to experience before you pass away, because you're leaving the earth, forgetting everyone and forgetting everything. Yeah, I um, my favorite film that he was in was the third Indiana Jones movie, Indiana, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. He played Indiana Jones's dad, which was good. We watched a little bit of it around your house, but you weren't paying attention. Yes. The other day. That's good. Um, Sean Connery. Sean Connery. This is what he spoke like. <laughs> he had, um, I don't know if it was a lisp, 
but like he spoke like that and it was very strange but Sir Sean Connery oh Daniel Craig said he was one of the true greats of cinema and Sean Connery will be remembered as Bond and so much more he defined an era and a style the wit and charm he portrayed on screen could be measured in megawatts he helped create the modern blockbuster which yeah I, I agree with that oh we got an Oscar at some point uh, in 1988 I don't know what film we got the Oscar for um, but it's just you know as the year goes on it's just more it's crap just getting, and sad stuff, it is, isn't it? It's getting sadder, isn't it? But I don't. Yeah, I hope we don't. My mum suggested she said death always comes in threes. So mum was like, "Who's the next celebrity death going to be?" Because apparently there's someone called Michael Ball or something, or Ernie Ball or something Ball, a celebrity I hadn't heard of, died the other week. Right. So and now Sean Connery, who's going to be the third one? Mm. Simon Brockin, maybe. no we don't know we'll find out next up on the next story which one do you want to cover next what do you want me to tease or you're the producer why don't you tease it um well i think the most interesting one Mm. at the moment is the debate between gyms schools and uni being shut or open during lockdown and we asked people on our social media didn't we we did we have um the court case podcast on instagram i posted a photo on the story it's um of a pie chart showing the statistics of where people catch coronavirus from the most Mm. and asked whether people think um schools and uni should be shut during this second lockdown yep and we are going to find out the results of that just after this Okay, welcome back. Um, Today's podcast is sponsored by Ourselves. I just want to say that we've got a crowdfunding campaign up and running to try and help support the podcast because we are in tough times with this lockdown. We're furloughed, we're not getting much money and this is a career that I want to go into, I want to eventually earn money from and you know, I want it to be a sustainable income and because of that I need people's help. I've got a crowdfunding campaign to try and raise a grand for me to get better equipment and to pay for marketing to get the podcast out there and it would be amazing if you guys could just go on to crowdfunder there is a link on our instagram and to just donate anything that you can if you're listening can be as little as a pound but it would go a long way and there are rewards available for everyone that donates. And we will be getting to shouting out the people that have donated already later on in this podcast. Absolutely, we will, yeah. That will be coming on later on. But now, let's get to the story. So, gyms and schools, should they be open? universities and schools. Gyms, universities and schools. No, we're not talking about gyms yet. Oh, we're just sticking with universities. That's a separate issue. Okay, I'm going to start a bit again. So universities and schools should they be open should they be shut you asked a question on our social media i did what they say so nine people voted for they should be shut okay and only four people said that we should keep them open interesting very i thought i was in the minority by saying they should be shut mm. so which, which one what did you vote for see this is the thing i'm very on the fence with this topic i see so I do feel like they should be shut because obviously it is increasing the cases and people are merging with people all over the country and cities, especially in university cases, and they're going to be catching coronavirus mm. and then going home to their families and spreading it around there as well. However, in other respects, when they were shut in the first lockdown, everyone moaned about them being shut, especially yeah. people who were doing their GCSEs or their A-levels. 
So he's listened to that and he's now opened them up, but people are still moaning that they're now open. So he, Boris can't win in this argument, but the reason they should be open is for giving children and teachers and parents and stuff a bit more of a motive, something to do, something to wake up at, because otherwise the kids are going to be lazing about in their beds. They're not going to be learning anything. And going to school and socialising is important and education is important. Some countries don't have education for free or to offer at all. So that's that's my verdict on it anyway. Right. I am firmly in the they should close bracket. Yeah. My, I, I was talking to my mum about it and she was like, oh, but the kids aren't catching it. And it's like, well, that's not true. The kids aren't showing symptoms when they catch it. That's what the scary part is. It's like there could be several kids in a school that won't show symptoms. They could have it and given it to their teachers. And I'm sorry, but when I was in primary school, when it was pick-up time for the kids, loads of adults were all stood together waiting in the playground yeah. to pick the kids up. So even if the kids aren't spreading it, there's all those adults at the end of the day. This is what the, the argument day. is for keeping them open, is that there's bubbles and there's now apparently new um, procedures in place, such as when you go and pick up your kids, you've got to wear masks and you've got to keep your distance between other parents. Um, and you can only pick up your kids. You can't pick up other people's kids. Obviously, if you're a child carer, then you can. There's like loopholes. But yeah, there's there's going to be guidelines, but it's, I don't know. Now, universities, you can't convince me. No one can convince me. You can try commenting. But you can't convince me that there is any other reason that they're keeping unis open apart except for the money. Because... Yeah, I I agree. I think schools should be, but universities, that's a different thing. Because but... people, kids, kids, sorry, teens don't need to be trapped in a room, trapped in a small little flat with people that they barely know for a whole month when they could be at home on their laptop going into Zoom meetings with doing their university work at home and being in their own comfort with their own parents. The Do you know what I mean? The people at uni, the students at uni, that are still having face-to-face -face contact is very few and far between. They're actually going into the uni. So I don't understand. So they're saying that they should keep unis open, but they're not technically keeping them open because then no one's going in. No, so... and it's scary because we've had a very high amount of suicides this yeah, year with university students. Yeah, we watched that Instagram video of yeah. that boy explaining a kid that committed suicide because they're stuck. They're stuck in a room. And this, this boy that years. committed suicide is because he was isolating, I believe, and he was just stuck in his little room for like two weeks without any human contact or nothing. Oh, it's just got to be awful. Mm, it's especially... Um... It's especially going to be like that for the first years because they're in halls where it's literally a room. It's a bit different if you're second and third and you're in a house because, you know, you've got your own sort of house with people and you can you don't have the rules that the halls do. But it's not it's not fair on the mental health. They should be allowed to drive home and do it. It's, also, what I, what's stopping the students, if they're not having face-to-face -face contact, what's stopping them just driving home and doing these Zoom calls from their That's home? what I said. Yeah. 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 They can go. They can literally be at home doing what they're doing at uni, but they're yeah. in the comfort of their own home. And they shouldn't be paying rent for these places. No, no, no. When the uni's not. not even open. So I mean, it's I just all a pile of shit, to be honest with you. Exactly. Yeah. It's all the government doesn't know what the hell they are doing. I think that when the first lockdown started, it should have been complete lockdown. No complete one lockdown anywhere. until there was like next to no cases. Because it went on for like, what, five, six months of lockdown? And mm. what have we got to show for it? Nothing, because the cases have just risen again. Boris doesn't know 
jack what he's doing, does he? And I just, I'm kind of sick of it. Welcome back to Court Case. Please follow us on our social medias. Uh, the Instagram is at Court Case Podcast. Speaking of Instagram, I was yeah. going to talk lighthearted now about some of the feedback we've been getting on it. Yes, a nice positive story would be good. Um, yeah, we've gotten. We asked people on the story to give any feedback. Good or bad. Good or bad. Did we get any bad? We didn't get any bad. Good. Probably That's people too thought. scared to say, aren't they? Mm-hmm. The only bad is that my mum still hasn't listened yet. Yeah. So, I don't know what up with that. <laughs> I also sent her the crowdfunding thing and she sarcastically was like, I'll donate a pound and then didn't donate a pound. <laughs> so, thank you, mum, for being the most supportive parent ever. I'm pretty sure your parents have been more supportive than my mum has. <laughs> you could have keep this in. Yeah, I could have keep this in. I she's not listening funny. to it anyway. No, she's not listening. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so we have a great friend called Max who who every episode he likes to message you. He does, yeah. And tell how he enjoyed how much he enjoyed the episode. Mm-hmm. And last week was the one with Sam and this is what he had to say. Just finished episode four. It was really good. I enjoyed all the topics on offer and what has gone on. Sam was funny as always. Short and sweet, to the point, lovely, good feedback. That's what you like to hear. We want people to be laughing, so that's the best kind of feedback, really. Yeah, we do. He is quite a witty man, is Sam, so mm. I'm looking forward to recording another one with him tomorrow. Yeah. Um, I've got one here from my friend Emma from London, and she said, your latest podcast is amazing. I think she's talking about the Robin one. Right. And she said, Robin is the sweetest man. I absolutely loved his sentiments about spirits and love and completely agreed about the environmental stuff too. I thought he was an amazing speaker and just a really honest and interesting man. Please pass that on in brackets. Plus you were great. So that's a nice that's one That's a really there, nice one. Which is good because I haven't heard too much feedback on the Robin one. So it was no. nice to hear that. No, yeah. Our um our good friend Alice, yeah. she um replied to our story yeah. and she said, I love tuning into these podcasts. The hosts and most of the guests are my friends, so it makes me feel like I'm having a conversation with them. Oh, that's nice. See, that's what I like as well. I want it to be sort of conversational. Yeah. Like we're just chilling at the pub, yeah. having a chat about Definitely. shit. That's good. And finally, I've got um another bit of feedback from my old friend Danielle. Her and her twin sister Keely were first year uni with me. We lived in the same halls. Yes. And she's been listening. And Danielle said, just to say, I've listened to all episodes so far and really enjoying it. And all of the guests so far have been so good with an emoji of the okay emoji. The, that's like the that. perfect one, I think. Oh, perfect. I think so. Perfect is what that was. So that's good. And I hope you guys keep listening, especially now we're going into lockdown. You're going to have so much time to <laughs> listen to these podcasts. So I just want to also thank Robin and my uncle for donating money towards your crowdfunding. Yes, I'm going to try and get up what they said because they did leave some comments. Your Robin did. Robin left a comment, yeah. And um, so, yeah, we want to thank your uncle, Mark, because he um, donated he did. to the cause. Um, and he, yeah, he didn't leave a comment. Um, we, and Robin Mayhew, he's, he donated, uh, 20 pounds. He's getting a gift. He is getting a gift. That's one of the prizes. Uh, No, gifts, no, rewards, sorry. One of the rewards. (laughs) The 20 pound reward is a gift brought to your door from us. He said, good luck, James, and great that you're having a real go. That's Um, nice of him. So that's nice. And we got, um, Mark pledged five pounds. And so he is, um... He said he's, he's going to get a shout, a shout out and a thank you on the next episode as well as a follow. But I don't think he, that doesn't he have... has 
and um, Instagram. So no. I don't think we can follow him on that. But we've given him a shout out and we said thank you. Exactly. And same for Robin. We really appreciate that. Yep. And please, if you go onto our link tree, there is a button on the Instagram. Please go to our crowdfunder and give as little as you can because we really want to get this off the ground. But um, no, that was good. And we can move on to some of our other stuff. I want to talk about this Johnny Depp case after this. You want to get off I'm the case. extremely passionate about mm. this. And, all, and we're going to get to that right after this. Welcome back again, guys. Um, we're taking enough breaks so that you guys can go sort yourselves out the cups of tea and things before you sit down and listen to us rant. I mean, they can pause it as well. You can pause it, but don't tell them that, <laughs> right? Now, the next one that I'm getting onto today is this is the one that I was saying that was breaking news. Well, at the time we're recording this, it is. By Friday, it won't be as breaking. It literally came out 20 minutes ago. Yeah, the last the article I saw was 20 minutes ago. I woke up this morning and I saw that hashtag justice for Johnny Depp was trending on Twitter. And I was like, why? Because that case was a while ago. And then I found out that the verdict of the case was happening this morning. And um, the verdict has just come out. And Johnny Depp has lost his case. Now, I'm very upset and this is very important. Because why are you laughing at me? No, I'm, you just keep on... Oh, it's because I've just got, like, trapped, like, my... It's because you have too much fizzy drinks. I don't think that's true at all. Anyway. But, <laughs> but anyway, so, Johnny Depp, basically, the story is, I'm quite informed on this because this means a lot to me, this um, story, is that Johnny Depp was in an abusive uh, relationship with Amber Heard, who is a Hollywood actress in such films as Transformers and Aquaman. Johnny Depp, we all know who Johnny Depp is. Pirates of the Caribbean, Willy Wonka, um, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. He's been in everything, right? But it turns out, so she accused him of domestic abuse a few years ago. And everyone jumped on the bandwagon. They were, of course, because she came out with it and you should believe it. If someone tweets, a girl or a guy, if someone tweets and said, this person has, you know, done this, you should take it seriously. You shouldn't just dismiss it flippantly. Yeah. Right? So everyone was coming out, bashing Joy Depp, saying he shouldn't be in the Fantastic Beast sequel. He, abu he abused Amber Heard. He was, um, you know, he was a wife beater. Um, and the Sun newspaper in the UK ran an article saying, you know, J.K. Rowling shouldn't have him be the villain in Fantastic Beasts because he's a wife beater, was the article. But the thing is, all of these accusations that were coming out, none of them had undeniable proof that he was doing these things. So, basically, and Johnny Depp never... Um, he never answered to these accusations. He didn't come out in the press and say, look, they're not sure or anything. He just didn't say anything. Because basically what happened was he was gathering evidence and he was getting his side of the story sorted. And then a couple of years later, he comes out and be like, no, she's been abusing me. She came out first. He had pictures. He had recordings of therapy sessions. He had everything. And it's like irrefutable proof that she was the one that was abusing him. I'm going to insert some audio into this to show you some of the proof. But one, he had photographs of when I think she got a broken bottle and she chopped off the tip of his finger with it. And there was one of the main ones was there was a therapy session where she literally that was recorded. And I'll insert the audio now where she literally admits to um, hitting Johnny Depp. She says, I didn't punch you. I hit you and stuff like that regularly. So I'll show you that now. Uh, you uh, uh, punched you. 
across the face in a proper slap, but I was hitting you. It was not punching you. Babe, you're not punched. Don't tell me what it feels like to be punched. You, you know, even a lot of guys have been around a long time. I don't know. Yeah, no, right? when you fucking have a closed you fist. You get punched. You got hit. I'm sorry I hit you like this, but I did not punch you. I did not fucking deck you. I fucking was hitting you. You can't I don't know what me. the full motion of my actual hand was, but you're fine. I did not hurt you. I did not punch you. I was hitting you. How are your toes? How, what am I supposed to do? Do this? How are your I, toes? I'm not sitting here bitching about it, am I? You are. Oh, That's the difference between me toes. and you. You're a fucking baby. Because you start you physical fights? You are such a baby! Because you, the fuck off, Because you start Johnny. physical fights? I did start a physical fight. Yeah, you did, so I had because... to get the fuck out of Damn. I know. She literally admitted it. It's madness. And basically, so the case that was going on at the moment was is not a case against Amber Heard. It's a case against the son because he's saying that the son was wrong to call him a wife beater without evidence. Yeah. Um, which is absolutely correct. Amber Heard has been at the court case the whole time because she's been on the son's side. Mm hmm. So um, she's been at these court cases. It turns out that Johnny Depp lost the case today, which I've just find staggering because he had so much evidence, foolproof evidence that she was the one that was in the wrong. And I think it's 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 not fair. No, I was really looking forward to him winning this case yeah. and for this to be a step forward in male abuse victims. Yeah, yeah. Because they just get. Like, when it comes to custody, when it comes to male domestic abuse, it's just not paid any attention at all. I don't understand how when someone can admit it, admit guilty, they still... They don't get yeah. the justice that they deserve. Like, I hope something gets done about this, because it isn't right. And the thing that's even worse is a string of Johnny Depp's ex-girlfriends mm -hmm. came out in support of Johnny Depp and said, when I was going out with him, there was nothing, no violence, yeah. nothing at all. People in Hollywood have come and said that he's... Like Penelope Cruz, I think, used to go out with him. She came out in support of Johnny Depp, as well as other people. And but Amber, Amber Heard has had exes who have admitted that they've abused, that she's abused them. Yep, she was going out with a woman before she went out with Johnny Depp. Uh, and um, she abused that woman yeah. as well. And, in fact, I think she might have gotten possibly sentenced for that one as well. For God's um, sake. So the evidence against Amber Heard just mounts up and up and up. Mm -hmm. and, and and also what I found so staggeringly awful as well is she supports um, domestic violence organisations. Does she? Yeah. So she does that while she behaves like this. And <sighs> also a, um, a few weeks ago, texts came out that were Johnny Depp supplied in court of text messages between Johnny Depp and Amber Heard's parents where they apologise for her behaviour and say that you're sorry that you're going through this and stuff. Oh, my God. So it's just... I don't understand how there is anyone that can be on Amber Heard's side. No, it doesn't make any sense, does it? And I just... I, I really wanted this to be progress and it's not and it's just set us, it's set us back. Because this is, like, not only... Would this have helped male um, victims? But it would have helped all victims because this would have been a situation where someone was getting shot down, where someone wasn't being believed. And there's plenty of women that don't get believed either. But the mm. person that wasn't getting believed and that was told they, they were wrong, coming out on top and yeah. saying like, "No, this is this is right, and I was in the wrong." And you know, and that sentiment could have applied for women or men. And we've just been. Yeah, I didn't, we've been set back and it, it really sucks.
and uh, I'm very upset about it. And I did see an article, I'm going to get it up, where Johnny Depp's legal team have said have said that they are going to appeal against against this thing. So the judge has said that the article was substantially true, which, I mean, it wasn't. The mm. Sun's article, he's a wife beater. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Um, Johnny Depp's legal team have called the ruling perverse and bewildering, and they say that they will be appealing against the um, against the ruling. Most troubling is the judge's reliance on the testimony of Amber Heard and corresponding disregard of the mountain of counter evidence from police officers, medical practitioners, her own former assistant, other unchallenged witnesses, and an array of documentary evidence which completely undermined her allegations point by point. Point by point means every time Amber said something, they had the counter evidence to say no. So yeah. they had everything against her and the judge has still gone, no, Johnny Depp is the is the wife beater. I know, which right? Is, oh, um, yeah. It's infuriating. The judgment is so flawed that it would be ridiculous for Mr. Depp not to appeal this decision. One thing that I would like to know from... This isn't going to sound... I don't know, it might sound sexist, it might not, but I want to know if the judge is a woman or a man. I mean, I, yeah, I see why. I see why. I can. I feel like if the judge is a woman, that explains what uh, her verdict. Yeah, it does. But no, what do you think from hearing all of that? What are your? I just think that justice hasn't been served, and it needs to be. And I hope something gets done about it because it isn't fair what's happened. Yeah, because Amber at the moment is just destroying his life. Mhm. It's not fair at all. One thing I do want to say of which I think is nice, is um, obviously they have planned to reboot Pirates of the Caribbean so Johnny Depp would not be the main character in it. And I don't know if that's in response to the allegations or not. Uh, but normally, as soon as their allegations are out, these stars, they get you know cut from their films. That's what things. I'm worried about. But when the article first came out that he was a wife beater and Fantastic Beasts, the second Fantastic Beasts film, I don't really like the Harry Potter films, but anyway... Um, Johnny Depp was cast in that and everyone was calling for J.K. Rowling and whoever to have him fired from the film. I think it was very commendable of them that they didn't. And he's yeah. still in it and he's still, he's still the villain. I think Definitely, that's a yeah. rare case of where they've stuck by their guns, they've believed him and they've... Hollywood's very toxic, it. so that's quite surprising that it wasn't in this yeah. case. Yeah, I know. Hollywood's just... Um, it's like we talked last week about the um, Chris Pratt stuff. Mm. which I don't know did you listen to last I did yeah of course I listen to every week thank you very much and um yeah so that's was and this is just another thing and it's just it's so quick the button is so quick as soon as people see the headlines to just go straight on and cancel them I do not feel like people just take oh time. the cancel culture is so toxic people just don't take time to step back weigh up all, of all the, the information, information and yeah and decide and 100% this is one of the worst examples of that because there are still, if you go on Twitter, overwhelming the support is for Johnny Depp, but there are people on Twitter, a fair few, that are still in full support of Amber Heard and yeah. they have seen the evidence in front of them and they just won't, yeah. won't believe it. It's Friday. We're back. It's we the are podcast. back. We're about halfway through today, so we're gonna inject your ears with some more sick stories. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna offer another debate for people. Oh, okay. So it's very similar to the first one about schools and universities being shut or open. Yeah. This is about should gyms be reopened? Because currently, in the new lockdown rules, they are shut. Now, would you like to know how many times I've been to the gym this year? 
because it is an extremely low number. It's none. <laughs> you <laughs> haven't been inside of a gym, but I have got a small little gym in my my you got garden. A summer house gym. So this summer house topic gym. doesn't even apply to you. Yet it doesn't you're still apply to me. About it. So that's. I caring. find it. I find it very interesting. Yeah. Because I first went into this, I've seen so many people on my Instagram posting and reposting stuff on their stories about why gyms should be open. And I didn't really care for it, to be honest. Mm. I was selfish. No. I didn't really care for it. And I thought, why do they need to be open? Like, it's just going to be another another place that it can spread. Yeah. And then I thought, well, people are obviously reposting it for a reason, so I'm going to read into it. So I did. I read into it. And some of the reasons are very interesting yeah. and i i kind of do think in a way that they should be open because the... it goes off the whole thing of mental health and suicide rates increasing since covid and if the gyms are going to help some people get through this month lockdown then why the hell not is the top reason because these alpha males don't have anywhere to flex at the moment no that isn't the top reason that isn't even a reason it's not on the list no it's not on the list ah. so the girl who posted this she has her own gym account and she started it when she was in um school cool and it's just developed and developed and so obviously she was it's affecting her massively that she was crying yeah <laughs> so she posted that the previous lockdown the weather was beautiful and the days were longer it was easier to exercise outside mm. which i think is a very good point yeah um now gyms are so many people's only way to exercise feeling safe inside when it's dark and the weather is not a problem which is very similar to the first point yeah we need to exercise to keep our immune system strong so if we do get the virus we have a better chance of fighting it mm -hmm. which is a, a very valid point yeah there. if you're fit you're fit enough to fight a exactly. virus Mm. mental health increase in the previous lockdown exercise in the gyms are many people who suffer with mental health escape yep yep mm. <laughs> are you struggling to read there, i am honey? we have just got back into our own routine with the gym many people even joining gyms when they never have before yeah that's also very true because on tiktok i've seen a lot of people this year they've really started to work on themselves and lose weight there's this one guy on tiktok who's he's quite a big guy his class is obese and he's um He's starting his journey on TikTok and he's showing his food portions, his um, his healthy recipes, him working out. And he's doing really, really well for himself. He doesn't. I don't think he goes to a gym, though. He does it at home. Cool. Um, unwanted weight gain over the previous lockdown was also a common issue. I know a lot of people now post lockdown who are using the gym to help them feel better about themselves again. And the last one is, please don't take our gyms. The gyms are the only uh, a safe place where people can improve their physical, mental and emotional well-being. Okay. So they're all very, very similar points based around the same thing, but I do think they are quite important. Yeah. As long as there's really strict guidelines, I feel like if gyms are going to be open, it's got to be the big gyms, not like the small little ones. Yeah. You know, like the big big gyms that's got a lot of space and it's got to be like a certain amount of people in there like you have to have a certain amount of people in a shop yeah and um you've got to clean down every machine after you've been on it and i don't think you should wear masks in the gym because that's fucking stupid right because you do you know what i mean you're like yeah breath well you're gonna get out of breath and right. like it's just not gonna be very nice you're gonna what be sweating visors? i mean visors that could be an idea but i think in general if you're in the gym you should generally like, if there's a certain amount of people in there, keep your distance. Like, if there's a row of treadmills, it'll be, like, one every other we could or just, every two Yeah, or you could just limit how many people are allowed in at one time. Yeah. You could book a gym slot. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like and that. I think the gym that I used to go to, there was two floors. The upstairs was all weight training and dumbbells and leg machines. 
and the downstairs was all core base and running and a boxing section so um it was quite spacious okay. and you could have a, like two people in each section of that gym um okay so as you know i'm not much of a gymmer but i'm gonna play dev i'm gonna play devil's advocate here like we did with the last one so i'm gonna sort of give some things that could be like against opening gyms all right so the average gym membership is what like 25 a month um Yes, around that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, so what if instead of spending that money on the gym membership, say, for example, I'm someone that was really into weight training and mm-hmm. really wants up my weights, why don't I just use that £25, buy some weights off Amazon, take them home, do that instead of going to the gym? Yeah, that's fine and all, but weights, trust me, they're not £25. Ah. They're, yeah. Depending, like, if you're a proper weight trainer, like you've just said that you are in this scenario. Yeah. You're going to need heavy weights. You're going to need a lot of gym, a, a lot of weight equipment to right. maintain the look that you want to go for. Okay. So it's going to cost a lot more than 25 quid. And yes, you can argue that 25 quid will go towards that, yeah. but you have also got to have the space to store it. Some people may not have that facility in their own homes. Okay. But then someone that's sort of doing cardio, there's not really much reason for them to need to go to the gym because the open world is all around us. Not that, that there's not as many people out at the moment. No, I agree, but I think um, one of the points that was in that is that when you go to a gym, you're motivated to actually work out, but when you're at home and you can do it in front of a TV, you would just like, well, I could just sit down and watch TV. You're not motivated to do it in your own home. Yeah, it's a motivating environment, isn't it? Yeah, exactly, and like I I struggle with that because I've got a gym in my shed and I can't even be asked to walk out into my garden sometimes to do it because I'm at home. That's my place where I want to relax. Whereas mm. if I go to an actual gym, if you're standing around and not doing anything, you're going to get looked at. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, my problem is I can't gym on my own. Yeah. Whether it's at a gym or it's at home, I, I just really struggle doing it on my own. I need yeah, you're not motivated. And also you don't me. really know much about what you're doing. So that's I have no clue. Why. Yeah. yeah, which is weird. I find that so strange. You would think exercise is just a natural thing that you should know how to do straight away because you're just a human being. I mean, you like, do get taught a little around. bit of exercise in school when you do PE, don't you? Yeah, I know, but I just find it so weird. That it's like, oh, you've got to do these stretches exactly this way. You've got to lift it exactly this well, way. Well, it's not yourself. weird at all. Yeah. You're just not used to that. Yeah. But, yeah, but no, when you think about it, like cavemen and caveman times, they weren't like pushing woolly mammoths it's called evolution yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's called developing knowledge and understanding of how things work yeah i just find it i just find weights weren't around for cavemen no they weren't but they were (laughs) strong because they were like beating up saber-toothed tigers and things like that weren't they yeah but we don't do that now we don't need to do that now so But I'd be so tough if I was, wouldn't I? But that's my verdict. I do think gyms should be open, but with a lot of strict guidelines. Yeah, I, I, I think the idea of booking your gym slot... It's a good idea. It's a good idea. So there is, um, if anybody is interested in signing it, there is a, on the Gov website, you can sign a petition. So it could go, um, yeah, so they, they could talk about it in Parliament, I about whether they should be open or not. I don't go for it, because I don't know if you've looked at many politicians, mm-hmm. but they do not look like they work out. I'd, yeah, I don't think all. so. I don't know. I don't know if Boris Johnson's even seen a gym, <laughs> right? And so I, I, I don't think they'd go for it. Well, it's worth a shot. The more people that sign it, they, the more likely they are to talk about it and at least discuss it. And at least, even if it's been spoken about, you, you can't argue that nothing's been done about it, you know? Where are attractive people in politics? 
Oh. Right? We're going to move on to the next <laughs> no, segment. No, 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 no. no don't move on Why does yet. it matter, James? No, just because, right, on TV, when they cast the politicians, sometimes they get like an attractive person. Have you seen the Canadian Prime Minister? I have seen the Canadian Prime he's Minister. That is impressive. Yeah. yeah, he's a sexy slice of pie, yeah. right? Why do we get like the Boris Johnsons and like the Michael Gove's and then America's got like the Donald Trump's and the Joe Biden's? Where are the attractive politicians? I want them back. Sign the gym petition. Then I'm going to start a petition. Make more politicians attractive. And we're going to get you all signing that. I really don't know how to take that. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> just had to suppress a burp okay talking about unattractive politicians by the time that this episode airs the usa will have a new president of the united states of america absolutely crazy and who do you personally without you don't have to obviously we're not even in america so it doesn't really matter who we i don't have an win. opinion if you're going to ask me i was about to say i don't have an opinion no i was saying without giving an opinion oh, right. who do you think is going to win oh what like who do i think everyone's going to vote for yeah oh right well i think donald's going to get back in again i agree yes i think he will yeah not saying that i i think the guy's a bit of a dick to be honest from a point of view i don't know what point of view this is from but i don't like both of them well, that's just that's just that, that's that's your point of view. Yeah, that's the one. That's what Sorry. point of view it is. Yeah, because no, because one, I don't want people taking me saying I think Trump is going to win as oh this guy supports Trump. I don't. I just think he's going to win. Yeah, I don't, I like don't support both of them. Trump. I don't support Joe Biden. I can't have an opinion. I don't watch what they support either. I don't. I haven't watched any of their um, speeches, so I cannot have an opinion on it. I think Trump's dick. I think Joe's too old. They're my two main opinions. Yes, I think good luck to whatever happens. <laughs> yeah, so just like no, we've got we've got time. I want to elongate okay. a bit. So just like there's a thing going around in England, which I agree with, which should be implemented, is when you get over a certain age, you should have to retake your driving test, mm -hmm. which I think they should because there's a lot of accidents that get caused by old people drivers. Hundred percent. My um yeah, my granddad struggled with driving. And uh, he eventually got his driving license taken away from him because he has a bad leg and stuff. So yeah. Also, if you think about when they first took their test, how many more cars were on the road? Yeah. How many tests had changed? Mum said when she did her theory test, it was about four questions that they just ask you before Christ. you get in the car to do the practical. It's not sat down at a computer like it is for us. But what I'm saying is, I think that there should be a cap on the age of what when you can run for like prime minister or president yeah. because you need to be old enough that the choices that you make are going to affect you as well as the generation that you're making these decisions oh, for. Oh yeah, that they are. People that's a like good point. Joe Biden, they're so old. The choices that he would make as president, he might not even see implemented in his Joe lifetime. Biden? He's like I want to say mid 70s. I'm going to google it. Okay, right? well, I don't I didn't think he was that much older than Donald, he doesn't look that much older than him. No, I, he's not that much older than Donald, but it's it just, he's, I'm pretty sure he's got early onset dementia. Oh, he's, really? Um, yeah, Joe Biden, a, a, yeah, just, a, I don't know, I've, Donald Trump just I don't know what's lucid. happened, but wasn't Kanye West meant to be running for 77, he is still running. Oh, is he? But he's just like a small party. You know, like we have the Green oh. Party. He's just like a small party. But, so we can't for. even vote for him and get him to be president? No, I mean, Ugh. bad decision. Yes, it would be, but, but um, how? also, how funny would it be? Oh, it'd be so funny. 
would be amazing. That would be but, so funny. Um, he's 77, Joe Biden. Oh, okay. And I think Donald Trump is like early. I look up Donald Trump's age. But he's <laughs> We're spitting a, all the facts here. But he's just, the thing is, Donald Trump just seems a bit more lucid, you know, as in he, obviously what he says is a bunch of bollocks. But Has he, Joe like, Biden got any of his own kids? I think so. I think he has his own family and kids. Donald Trump is 74. Oh, okay. Oh, they're he very close not, in age. Yeah, but he does not look 74. No, he he looks like mid-60s to me. I think Donald mm. Trump. Oh, uh, yeah. I wouldn't look at them both and think they're in their 70s, that's for sure. No. Even though they do look old and they don't look the best, I wouldn't think that they were in their but 70s. But I think, personally, 70 should be the cap. I think if you're older than 70, you shouldn't be able to run for prime minister or president, mm. personally. I don't know how many people agree with that because I've said this to my mum and she's gone, oh, yeah, but you need to have had, you know, a whole life experience. I mean, I do, I do, I do get that. But there's also having a uh, having being wise and having life experience. And then there's, you know, I think if you're in your 40s, early 40s. Well, there's people who run their own business that are like 20, 21 and they're pretty wise and they've got money and they know what they're doing. So I don't think wise is defined by how old you are. It's just how, how it's just, I think it's defined on how wise you want to be, like yeah. how motivated you are to learn Absolutely. things. But um, at the end of the day, at the moment, the polls, it's neck and neck from both Biden and Trump. I personally think that it's going to end up, we're going to end up getting Trump again, but, which would be sadly yeah. for a lot of people. Yeah. Um, we will be talking about it though. We're going to We definitely will. It. But the thing is, we can touch upon it on Sam's, hopefully. No. Tomorrow. Tomorrow, if the election has happened tomorrow and the results are in tomorrow, we can talk about it on Sam's. Yes. But if not, we'll talk about it when we can on the podcast on the story or, or on our social medias. Yeah. And we'll ask for people's opinion on what they think. Yeah. Okay, so moving on from the big news from the politicians, something a bit more low key. Some before this lockdown was announced. Some um, stand-up comedians were trying to make a bit of a comeback and were trying to do stand-up shows again. They were, yeah. And our local cinema, the Picturedome Cinema in Bognor, <laughs> um, that's fine. We've mentioned Bognor True. on the podcast we have, before. Yeah. We can do that. They hosted some stand-up shows. They hosted three. Socially distanced. The, the, they converted their Scream 1 into a small stage. Very small stage. <laughs> um, had about half... The most you could book it up to was about half full, I think. Yeah. So 150 out of 300 seats. Mm-hmm. Um, and they had Bobby Davro, another person I don't remember. We can't remember his name and I feel really bad about it. Yep. And Simon Brodkin, a.k.a. Lee Nelson. And we went to go and see said Simon Brodkin and Lee we Nelson. We did, yes. Last Tuesday, wasn't it? And because we're very savvy with the people that work at Picture Show, um, they were going to... Um, one of our managers said that they were going to try and sort it out to get Simon Brodkin to record like a little sound bite, like a little, you're listening to the court case with James Cork for us. Didn't pan out as we wanted to. We're going no. to get into that. We, but yeah. I just wanted to talk about his show first and what you thought now. I thought the show was really funny. I did. I enjoyed it. I had a laugh. I was laughing quite nonstop. He had two different segments. He had the first part interval and the second half the mm. first half was definitely a lot funnier than the second half yeah um the negative feedback i had towards him was he engaged with the audience which is great however 
it was very negative engagement, wasn't it? He liked to roast people. I think he did it too often as well. He did it a, a very often. And it was the same people and it was the same kind of jokes about the same things that they already discussed. Yeah. And it just got a little bit like, mm, why are you being negative towards the people that are paid to come and watch you? Yeah, yeah. It's like a woman was talking about her um, ice cream business that she owns down in Bognor. Mm. And he was reading out negative reviews about her her own business and it was just was very uncomfortable and he wasn't reading the room very well and he did say that himself didn't he he, he did say he was like oh I'm, i've not read the room very well here yeah he but did... i mean i do understand it's his first time you know in lockdown he didn't really know what the best kind of jokes were to make and he hasn't been to bogner before yeah it is tricky it's a hard industry to be in mm. but i just uh yeah i i i really enjoyed the first half more than the second half I thought there was some awkward pauses a lot in it, and there, there were times when he was stuttering a lot, mm. getting to what he was. But, I mean, no one's perfect. About. I mean, it's weird. He wasn't Lee Nelson; he was himself. Yeah, he was Simon Lee... Brodkin, so he was making jokes himself. And the reason we went to go and watch him is because we are an avid fan of him on TikTok because he does a lot, a lot, a lot of funny videos and TikToks. Yes, and it makes us laugh. So you can check them out. However, in person, he was a little not as funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that's right. And also, you know, I don't, I don't know if I'm convinced on him as a person because of what happened afterwards yeah um i've met i'm not gonna i'm not here trying to scratch my own head and be a big head but i've met a few celebrities from past jobs yeah um i've people like zara larson ollie Mers and stuff and you know they've been lovely bear a couple that weren't nice and simon brodkin has slightly fallen into the not as nice category yeah, only very slightly. Only very slightly. The reason that he didn't do this... Uh, I, so I managed to catch him at the end of the show. And we had a conversation with him. We faked him for a good, thanked him for a good show. Yeah. And the reason that he gave for not doing the soundbite was completely sound. I completely understand. He'd not listened to the podcast. Like, what if it was, you know, he'd done a soundbite for the podcast and he searched it up and it turns out it's like a Nazi podcast or something. Yeah. You I mean, know. now we think about it. We didn't think about that at the time, but that makes total sense. He doesn't want to ruin his reputation. We should have, we, we respected that completely when he yes. said it. But just the way that he went about it, he he was talking like he didn't want to be there. And oh, you, know... He, you know when you have a conversation with someone and they're backing away and they seemed very, very rushed to end that conversation. That is what was happening, wasn't it? Yeah, and it's just like... Um... Which, again, I mean, I understand we are random people coming up to him yeah. asking for something. And he was like, oh, email me. And then we emailed him. And, and he hasn't responded. Nothing, which is very frustrating. And it's just like... I explained to him what we were and what we were doing. And, and that, he did you know, congratulate you and he said it's a really, really good thing. Yeah, he did. But, I mean, it's just like, as a contrasting example, I did an interview with Zara Larson once mm. and it was my first ever celebrity interview. Yeah. And you do, I was the producer of that interview. I wasn't actually the presenter giving it. So the artist does not need to talk to the producer at all. Yeah. And one of the presenters just randomly name drops that it was my first thing. And she was like all over me. She was like, oh, I, I really hope this goes well. I'm really lucky that I'm, you know. Went out of first. her way to make sure yeah, you were yeah. okay. Yeah. And she was like, I'm really, you know, 
honoured that I'm your first celebrity interview. And then at the end, even when her agents were telling her that she had to leave, that she's got to go, she was mm. like, oh, I just want to say, you know, thank you. She gave me a hug. Yeah. And she's yeah. just like, and it's just... We're not just saying this about Simon Brodkin because we didn't get something we didn't want. We had also heard back from our manager who was looking after him that evening that he wasn't the most politest of people backstage either. No. He, he didn't engage in conversation. He didn't, when our manager offered him like a drink or... You know, things... Because apparently Bobby Davro, when he was in, he was just sat chatting with our manager like yeah. the whole time he the was The whole time. They got selfies, they had a laugh, they engaged in mm. several different conversations. But apparently Simon just... He didn't want, any, he didn't want to do with anything, did he? Locked himself in a room, yeah. He literally locked himself in a room, he didn't talk to anybody, he didn't ask for anything. When he got offered stuff, he didn't really say thank you. Mm. So it just seemed like a very. It seemed like he came there for the money and left. That's, that's all really, wasn't it? Yeah. And I don't want to hold it against him. I completely understand what he said and what he did because but... and it also makes you think because he was taking the mickey out of bogner a lot oh yeah which he is was fair because i mean you know every town bogner in particular does have a lot you can take the mickey out of but now when you think of how he was backstage his joke about you know um lockdown's gotten so bad i've now got to go to bogner to do a show mm doesn't sound as like fake and jokey anymore yeah it makes yeah. it sound like he's actually annoyed just here that for the that, money that he's had to come to bogner to do a show yeah. yeah and especially when he consistently stands there and takes a mick out of someone's own business in bogner yeah, yeah it's like it just felt like he really did not want to be there mm-hmm. so yeah looking back on that in reflection even though it was a funny night it was quite uncomfortable yeah <laughs> yeah uh, i agree <laughs> but yeah. we won't hold it against him and I was going to say, if he's listening to this, there's no way you're listening to this. No. But um, go tweet him. Go tweet him at Simon Brodkin. Yeah. If you, uh, if you <laughs> tweet him or go, go on his TikTok or on his Insta, Simon Brodkin, and say, can you do the shout out for, uh, for James's, <laughs> for the court case podcast, please? Could you imagine if he got it trending and he was like, oh, what's this about then? Yeah. And he'd be like, oh, it's the person that I spent like five seconds talking to and didn't, <laughs> didn't want to give the time of day. But, it's oh. like, but the thing is, what else you've got to think about as well? And one thing, obviously, I'm not in the same position as him where um, I'm now really popular and got a platform. But you've got to think all of these people started in the exact same position as me. 100%. He right? did as well, didn't he? He would have been the person that would have been... Um, the warm-up for another more popular stand-up yeah uh, or something like that and he would have been talking to those stand-up people that weren't giving him the time of day yeah yeah yeah. and it's just like if i ever do get successful i just hope that i don't have that attitude yeah yeah, and yeah. That if there's someone coming up to me that is generally trying to start out that i would do if i had the time would do what i could to help them 100 percent um i just yeah i don't want to be i know that celebrities can't be too careful because there has been incidents where they have you know spoken to someone or supported someone and it's turned Mm. out to be a hoax or something like that but when you've emailed him all this information and all the evidence to prove that it isn't something that is just going to ruin his reputation to not even respond to it after he said that he would yeah is really disheartening yeah because i mean even when he was there talking to people oh okay show me the spot five what's it look like yeah. And he could have at least, like, I could have at least, you but know, he showed just, he him. He wanted to leave. It was so it embarrassing. Was very awkward. It was so uncomfortable. Especially because there were more people in the room and I was talking to him than I thought there would be. Yeah, so turning around and seeing all those people just, like, watching us beg for someone to... I, it was so embarrassing. <laughs> it's weird because I felt worse in that instance than I, or more nervous and stuff than when I was doing my first, like, interview, interview with, like, Zara Larson, like... 
It's Ollie, because you're Ollie asking Mer- for something, isn't it? It is because I hate asking things to people, but it's just I really want this thing to be successful, and I was just like, I need to take every chance I get, yeah, and just see what happens. I am proud of you for asking and putting yourself out there, but mm. not everything's going to work out. Not everything's going to. No. You're not going to get everything your own way, and you've just got to work a little bit harder to get what you want, and that's yeah. okay. Because it's going to. To be honest, at the end of the day, if you get as far as you want to get with this, all through your work and no help from like celebrities like Simon Bodkin, yeah. that's going to feel so much better anyway. Yeah, no, that is a good point. But I mean, to be honest, to put a positive note on his thing, do check out his TikTok. Yeah, they are his funny. TikTok is really funny. Yeah, they are great. But um, yeah, so Simon Bodkin, and please tweet Insta. <laughs> or TikTok him and tell him to do the court shout out, please, <laughs> and see see if he says. I'd love it if if anyone does. Please send us screen grabs of your comments and see. If oh, you I have would them. love it so much. I would love next week if some people actually tweeted him. That'd be great. Yeah. Okay, so that's about time for us today. I got to say, how have you th- thought the show's gone? The sweet tea produced show. I enjoyed it, I won't lie. Yeah? I'm starting to really enjoy doing these. Good. Simon Brodkin, Schools Shutting and Sweet Tea Produces. Ooh. Episode five of the Court Case podcast. Yeah. Could I be like what that. we name it. Maybe. Could I didn't not. Pro- I, didn't, I don't want to toot my own horn. I didn't really produce that much. You, you sorted out almost all the stories apart from the Johnny Depp one. True. So I think, and also guys... Could you give your feedback? Because uh, my girlfriend sometimes needs some motivation. <laughs> and just, you know, tell her how good a job she's done. Message or me don't. Or, or message the podcast. Um, so this is the first of our pre-pre-pre-recorded podcasts. It is. So, We've got one more to record and then another one tomorrow. Yep. And then I'll be doing one with my brother, which should be interesting. I wonder what he's going to be like on the mic. You've got ages to mm. film that one, though. Yeah, we, I've, yeah, I've got loads of time because we'll be shut in the same house together. But um, <laughs> please check out the crowdfunder. Um, Court case needs your help. There's a link to it on our link tree, which is on our the Instagram bio. And please check out our social medias. Um, we need all the help that we can get because we're loving doing the show and we're loving the feedback that we're getting. So please join us next week. But for us now, that's goodbye. Thanks for listening. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.